Hey, this is Bruce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. But listen, what about um, something like, uh, hey, listen, we're the Empty Betters, and you want to lose your money, you bet on us. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 153 of Empty Betters. I'm your host, Harrison Scholes. I'm going to toss it across the couch to my co-host, Nick Manella. What's going on, buddy? Not too much, buddy. Happy to be here in uh, sunny Milwaukee with you boys. So <laughs> anytime the four of us can get together uh, is always a special, special event. You know, we live uh, pretty far apart, so uh, fired up for this one. Yeah, we got blessed with beautiful weather out here. Uh, very sunny, very warm, haven't froze at all in this cold January <laughs> winter up here, up north in Wisco. Now going to toss it across the desk to my other co-host, Mac Vogel. What's going on? Doing good. Happy to, uh, happy to have you guys here. Really pumped for our, uh, our, big, our big event at Elwoods tonight. Um, not sure when this one's going up, but uh, it's, you know, January 21st, so... Tonight's the night. I'm, I'm ready to party. Yeah, we're recording this uh, before we head out to Elwoods for our watch party for the St. Louis Blues versus Chicago Blackhawks. Can't wait to see everybody there. Hopefully, you know, make some new fans, some people hanging out. Should be a good time. Ready to uh, get our party on, some would say. Absolutely. Now I'm going to toss it across the room to our intern, Jackson Gross. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. I'm always excited when you guys come back to Milwaukee and hanging out with you guys. The past two days have been great so far. So, well, we appreciate that. Thank God you haven't left us yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good time so far. I would say we got in real early yesterday. Really? Uh, kind of like just hung out, didn't really do much during the day, and then I can't even remember wh- where we went to dinner last night. Was that place called Mac? Um, last night we went to Slick Willie's. Okay. And then, but we also went to Konohitos. That's right. Why don't you, before we talk about Konohitos, can you describe what Slick Willie's is like and how it's probably the most Wisconsin thing I've ever witnessed in my life? So Slick Willie's, if you don't know, Friday fish fry is a big thing in Milwaukee and um, in Wisconsin in general. But uh, my friends and I have kind of gone on a, a quest over the last month plus, month or two, to find the best fish fry in Wisconsin. And we're hoping it's like like when we first came up with this idea, we were hoping to find like some like hole in the wall place that like it's like if you know you know type thing. So we ended up accidentally discovering this place, Slick Willie's. It's out in like really like weird part of Wisconsin. I don't really even know like what part it is. Like I I have not gotten an answer to that question. Um, but yeah, it's like just twenty minutes outside of like town, basically. And you go up to the door. It's like on a dark street with like nothing else on the street. You go up to the door and you're looking at the door and you're like, this place has been closed for 25 years. <laughs> like, it's, it's so true though. Like, and then you open you it up and sure up. enough, there's music and yeah. there's people at the bar and there's Guy Fieri on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's um, they, they also have a pool table in there Ooh. that on Fridays is out of order because they have to use the pool table to like prepare all the fish. Like they literally just cover it with like a big like tablecloth 
and there's a bunch of like sweet old ladies over there and like people's daughters like volunteering and like mm-hmm. just hanging out and like packaging like and like plating all the like different fish orders and stuff so it's a real like just like front of house operation like it's all Definitely. right there in front of you mm-hmm. uh cash only bar so you know it's Ooh. good yep yes. um and yeah i think the fish fry like the normal cod plate is like 10.99 and it's like ton of fish ton bunch of, of fish. fries it was so much buttered food. rye bread you get the coleslaw you get the um the tartar that comes with the fish that's fire so it's a hell of a deal I'll and 250 them. miller lights 350 something like that gotta Can't love it. that the gatorade so. of wisconsin yeah <laughs> slick willies for the win so yeah. for those who don't know because i obviously didn't know this before i came to wisconsin the first time on fridays it's called a fish fry friday mm-hmm. and the whole state or city of Milwaukee or state, state of Wisconsin. Yeah. All the restaurants do like fried fish on Friday nights. Yep. And you can only get it on Friday. Like it's very common. You'll go to a restaurant and you'll see on the menu like Friday special, like Friday fish fry, but you cannot get it like at any other day of the week. They only make it that's on Friday. It's originally mm-hmm. like the Catholic thing, right? Like, yeah. You I think that's you don't eat meat on Friday. Yeah. So you it's fish like a yeah, exactly. thing yeah. or whatever, but now it's fish just, ain't meat. What? Because yeah. yeah. fish ain't exactly. meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, so we landed, we went to Conejitos, we did the strawberry margaritas. We all know how that goes. They're amazing. Then we went to Slick Willie's, and then we ended up going to Max Beer League game, which was a very interesting time. Hopefully, we'll have the video of the pregame coverage that we had that I found pretty funny. Oh, it's good. We Uh, got to do some antiquing, too. We got to do some antiquing. We saw some, what was that, Antique on Pierce Mm -hmm. Street? Is that Mm -hmm. what it was? Antiques on Pierce, yeah. Nick got himself a little something-something you want to share with us. I did. I got a nice little bush light flannel, uh, you know. Been drinking that on the pod for what like two and a half years now, so got to show them some love. I love how like when we walked into like that portion of the antique store, which was like four stories, it was just a room that had like bush light stuff all yeah. over it. Yeah. Like I could have died happy there. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up going to like a couple other shops. Came back home, dinner, beer league game. Mac, I want you to break down how you felt the beer league game went. <laughs> Well, it's funny when I got in the locker room after the game, uh, all my all my friends knew like my podcast buddies are in town this weekend, and uh, they were like, "Shit, is that going on the podcast?" And they were like, "You can't talk about this game on the podcast." And I was like, "I was like, I'll well, make something up. Don't worry. I'll say like we won like six to two, and yeah. it was great." I mean, that's what I saw. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what happened. So I'm not making it up. Well, we had the over under <laughs> set at nine and a half goals for yep. your game. I believe the final score was nine to one. It we don't was. care who wins because right. we're talking totals here, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so I ended up hitting that over. Nick ended up losing the under. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, it was, it was all part of the plan because if you don't know, <laughs> in beer league, in my beer league at least, uh, as soon as a team is losing by more than six goals, you get a running clock. Like they just mm-hmm. don't. They like even if the whistle blows, the clock just keeps running. Yeah. Um. So you know, we were. I like to think we were kind of. Ferta. We were Ferta boys on there that you one. Go. Just mm-hmm. cause, you know, it was a late game and, and there were beers to be drank afterwards and yeah, old fashions to be stuff. sipped yeah. afterwards. And, and like at what point do we call foul play for like bringing in like the superstar tendy who just had like a full game of warm <laughs> That's up? true. Yeah. They did their goalie had just played a different game against like the A League. A very guys, good team. And then mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, now I get to play these B League like <laughs> yeah. screwballs. Okay. Easy. 
Yeah, so anyways, 9-1 finish. Don't know who won. Don't care who won. <laughs> I had fun. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's all that matters. And Win we, or lose. Where did we, we end still up going booze. out after? We went to... Went to Boone and Crockett. Boone and Crockett. Yep. Otherwise known as uh, Brick and Cornerstone. Otherwise known as Broom and Crown. Uh, <laughs> any any B and C combo works. So, But uh, yeah, good place. Good drinks. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Always a good time. Got brunch mm-hmm. this morning. It was really, oh, really so good. good. Yeah, yeah, if you're in the Milwaukee area, check out Uncle Wolfie's Breakfast Tavern. That place fucks. And we got to apply the knowledge that you dropped on us last week with the question of the day about, like, do you go sweet or savory with breakfast? You got to right. love that. Right. Yeah. I and think everybody went savory. Yep. Well, I think, well, uh, we, we, okay, we did all go savory, but three of us went lunch. Yeah. Yep. Jackson went breakfast. Yep. My girlfriend also went breakfast. Yeah. So there was a nice mix of, like, because we didn't talk about that. We talked about sweet or savory, but we never talked about. Do you go lunch or breakfast at brunch? Mm. And it's a tough one. Like, had I not, I, I got like that awesome burger, fries, Irish coffee. Like, had I not gotten the Irish coffee, I was absolutely going to get a beer. Yeah. So, okay. I, like, I was yeah. totally well, we in lunch at, mode. Like, one o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 To be fair, we got there closer to noon, but it's like a tiny place and it's pretty popular. So, it's like, you got to yeah. wait a little bit. But mm. by the time we were eating, it was like one or like. No, that was like my after, first but... time having like a smash burger where they smash the patties down. Mm. I'm a very big fan of that now. Yeah. yeah. That was a really nice good one. It's nice because they too. get like the crispy edges. And, yeah. 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 Ooh. Yep. It was very, very good. So, now we're just resting up, gearing up for Elwood's. We're going to be leaving here probably in the next like two hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just wanted to kind of hop on, do a little live show since we don't get to do this that often. Uh, so let's talk about the big game tonight that we're going to be watching at Elwoods. We got the Blackhawks versus the Blues, a game that, you know, maybe all of you listening are like, what the fuck? Like, we don't care. <laughs> Um, well, we do because we're going to the board tonight and we're watching. Big exactly. Midwest rivalry too. Doesn't really yep. matter how good either of those teams are at no any love. given uh, oh, season. Yeah. It's just like they hate each other, and it usually I feel like is a pretty good game between the two of them. So, mm-hmm. so Jay, I know you were talking to Mac a little bit about yes. some of the guys on the Hawks who have been stepping up lately. What have you seen? Uh, the biggest guy I've been re- noticing recently has been Max Domi. Nice little one-year contract guy that will probably get flipped at the deadline for some some prospects and some picks, but. Right now is on pace for a 60-point season. I don't think most people saw that out of him this year. He's been doing a really solid job. I think he's on the second line at this point, but he's doing a solid job. I think he's got like 13 or 14 goals or something. Something like that, yeah. But he's been doing a really good job playmaking. And then you still got Old Reliable and Jonathan Taze. He's been putting up a few goals Mm -hmm. recently. I think he's up to 14 or 15 on the season after putting up basically around that for an entire year the past couple of years. So. Good to see Johnny Tays uh, getting back into the swing of things. What are your thoughts on his comments recently? He had that quote about saying, like, okay, like, I can kind of see the writing on the wall where this team is going. I know I've said I don't want to be traded, but, like, not paraphrasing or not quoting him at all here, but, like, he basically said, you can trade me. I don't like that. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to trade him. Exactly. I mean, for the long run, it would make sense to trade both Tays and Kane. Just right. because, especially Kane with the value you could get. Like, yes. I think you could maybe get sneak out a Lafreniere from the Rangers or something, Probably. plus some other stuff. Yeah. Um, There's Taze, definitely still some serious value there. Yeah. Trade value. Taze, I'm not sure how much. Maybe a team looking for at maybe like a second-line center at this point. Good defensive guy, good penalty kill guy, can put up a few goals here and there. Um, so yeah, long, long term, like blow, blow it up. But the Hawks fan is like, no, these, 
there are certain players and certain teams that will have to play for that team forever. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins, Alex Ovechkin on the Capitals. Damn like straight. those are just guys that should not ever leave those teams. Yeah. yeah. yeah so no, one more Hawks related question. Okay. Are either of those two, Taves or Kane, getting a statue outside of the United Center? <sighs> Taze, I think 100%, just because wow. he, obviously the captain, right. leader of the team through that, that entire dynasty. I think Kane, probably like an 80% chance, I'd say. Because okay. while Taze was the, obviously the leader, yada, yada, Kane was always the best offensive player For on sure. that team throughout that entire stretch run. I'm not, I wouldn't even be surprised if you see Duncan Keith get a statue out there as well. Got the game-winning goal against Tampa Bay in 2015. So I would think that for sure both get their number retired. Oh, without it, you're gonna have potentially four, maybe five numbers retired from yeah. that dynasty. Do you retire Crawford's number? Nah, I don't think so. I think you have to. And I then I saw like I would lean that you kind of have to. I feel. I mean, like he did like, get you two cups, two and cups. let's be real, they already retired Hosa's number. Anyways, but I guess are... they could. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see this, not to give you another Hawks question, but like, is he going in the hall? Oh, Crawford. Oh, I saw that. I think it was like BR Open Ice or whatever. I don't know about. I'm I'm with you on that. He he needed like a Vesna or something. I think he got a couple of Jennings trophies in there, but you need like best goalie in the league. He always top ten, top fifteen goalie in the league, while at his peak. Right. Um, but. Yeah, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame goalie. Very upper echelon of like very, very good goalies that okay. won't make the Hall. Speaking of uh, Hawks goalies, tonight we have Jackson Stelber making his NHL goaltending debut. Um, I know nothing about this person, but... Uh, Sounds she, like a sick lacrosse player. It does. It should be interesting to see. We were talking earlier about it. it seems like anytime a team is like debuting like a, a goalie for their first NHL game... Always seems to kind of get the group rallied around it, and like you mm-hmm. see them just kind of selling out more, blocking shots because they want to like get him his first win in his first game. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if if we can like visibly notice any of that going on with the Hawks tonight. The one thing I will say about him is that while he does have the worst spelling of the name Jackson, I will still be rooting for him. J-A-C-K-S-O-N will always be the best way to spell that. Yeah, for totally no bias. He spells it J A X. S O N, Jackson. So Jack's I, have, son. I have no trepidation about betting the over tonight. We're easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> over six for all you listening. Tweeted it, yeah. posted it, the whole nine yards. So I'm excited. To, Just basically uh, count it. Yeah. Bet the over tonight, especially with L. So we're we got to give Elwood some props here because yes. they're letting us do this watch party here. They've been great. Uh, I gave him a shout out last episode. <clears throat> Excuse me, a little under the weather. Uh, I'm going to give another one to Nathan. He's been great with us. Uh, he's been emailing back and yep. forth. They've made some posts. They even created like a super cool one today that made me feel like a celebrity. I have people like DMing me on Instagram being like, "What the fuck?" Like, it was pretty cool. Why like, do you guys have a black and white like yeah. flyer for your yeah. for your brand? That's pretty sick. Um, shout out to their social team. They've done a great mm-hmm. job letting everyone know that we're coming. And like you said, Nathan was so great working with us the whole time. I know he's going to be busy tonight, but uh, uh, we just want to say thank you to him once again. And just so everybody knows, I think there's like a deal where if you show up to Elwoods and you're wearing like team gear of someone that's playing on the TV. Every time mm-hmm. your team scores a goal of that you're wearing, you get a free shot of something. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I believe it's you can choose Pink Whitney, JMO, Stoli. There's a couple different options. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yep. So it's going to be a fun time. We're excited for that. Um, yeah, maybe we'll give a little, well, next week's episode, you'll get a little post-game recap of what went down that night. I'm sure it's going to be a uh, interesting evening, if mm-hmm. I could put Say it mildly. Yeah. Well, you boys are uh, going to have a long one getting on a flight. And... Yeah, we have a tough turnaround. Harry yeah. and I have to board a flight at 5.50. Did you guys check Ooh. in, by the way? In the, yes. Okay. 5.50 in the morning is the flight tomorrow as we're about to most likely get into some uh, inconvenience tonight, if you will. That's a good way to put it. And I <laughs> would say right now, like the plan is kind of to just stay awake. Just run it. Yeah. Or I might get like two to three hours of sleep. Yeah. We'll see sleep on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tomorrow's going to be a rest and recovery day. But uh, mm-hmm. before we you know, wrap up, we just want to get on here quick. Let's talk a little bit of NHL standings. Um, just a little standings update. You know, we talked about the Blues and the Hawks. Uh, Hawks, you know, they're kind of more in that Bedard conversation. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big one for the Blues tonight. You know, they're they're trying to get into the wild card spot. They're dealing with some big injuries. I would assume that they'll be firing on all cylinders tonight. What do you think of the Blues and their chances of making the playoffs? I think right now they have, what, 49 points? Which is two behind the second wild card spot. So they're definitely still in the hunt. I mean, you look at the wild card spots for the West right now. You've got Edmonton in the first spot with 55 points. You got Colorado in the second with 51 points. I don't know. You Calgary's ahead of St. Louis. I think I could see probably Colorado or Calgary making the playoffs ahead of the Blues. I can't see. I can't see this working out for the Blues. No. To be quite yeah. honest, like just given like the teams they're gonna have to outplay to wit like to get that spot, I don't see it. Um, yeah, I feel like this is just going to be an off year for them between the injuries and just whatever else. It's like a weird mishmash of like mediocrity in this uh, in the central right now. I think yeah. like you have the Stars and the Jets who are playing very well at the moment. You've got yeah, the Wild weird. who are kind of hanging on to that third spot, and then from the Avs to like the Preds, it's just you're separated by like maybe three points. Three teams separated by a blanket of three points. You just don't really know what direction those teams are going in because it doesn't seem like St. Louis or Nashville has really been able to put together any sort of consistency. I was going to say, it's been tough for them to like really string together any sort of like consistent win streak or anything. Mm -hmm. Like they're just kind of like win one, lose two, win two, lose one. Yeah. Like Colorado last 10, five and five, St. Louis last 10, six and four and same for Nashville. Yep. Yep. I think before the season started when we were doing predictions, you know, we had some of these teams finishing pretty high up and, you know, it seems like we had Seattle, um, probably Los Angeles being teams who are, you know, poking at the playoff bubble. But all of a sudden, those teams are a wagon, especially Seattle. They're first in the division right now. Yeah, and they look good, too. They look yeah. really good. I do think Colorado, once they get healthy, they're going to be humming. McKinnon's been unbelievable since he came back. He has. He's, That's been big for them because they desperately needed they it. They needed that. He's on pace, I think I read on Twitter yesterday, for like 109 points in 70 games. I mean, he's wow. he's humming, so... Um, should be interesting. I know Cale McCarr is dealing with a couple injuries yep. at the moment. So. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of injuries, Cole Caulfield. Yeah, done for oh. the year. Yeah. Shoulder- Max Pacioretty. Yep. Max Pacioretty, a non-contact Achilles injury. He's out for the year. Came so. back for two games and then got even worse injury. I don't know that- why, and I really hope this isn't the case, but that kind of stuff always makes me think, like, you just made it so much worse. Like, we're talking, yeah. like, maybe a full year, maybe a yeah. year and a half recovery. Was that the same injury that he was out from, like, the whole 
time or I think I'm not I'm not sure but if it is like I just I think it was an ACL originally yeah I think it was something different but either way that's just not good at this point how old is Pacioretty at this point like 33 34 probably I think he's like 34 35 something around that range that almost might be like productive like career ending at this point especially achilles injury like across sports there are very rare instances where guys come back and they're basically the same type of player yeah the two that can come off to mind at least in basketball has been kevin durant and i think it was like dr j or dominique wilkins are the only two guys i can really think of who come back from serious achilles injuries or like acl like uh, with running backs i think it was like deuce McAllister did it once but he was Mm -hmm. like 22 exactly yeah yeah, it's tough. It's also one in hockey you don't see a lot. Like Achilles is kind of hard because you got the boot on. It keeps your foot really like yep. tight yeah. and locked in. But if you watch the replay, it's just like, oh my god, there's no one near him, and you just see him fall over, pointing at his, you know, the back part of his ankle, and he just knew mm-hmm. it popped. So yeah, that's not good. A couple brutal injuries. Uh, let's talk caps real quick. Like sure. A little, little minute mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. What are you guys seeing so far? What do you think? Tonight's a big one. I mean, they, yes. they, they're on a, a little Western swing right here. They got a, a nice, much-needed 4 nothing W over the Yotes the other night at the Mullet Arena. Um, big shutout for Darcy. Darcy, man, I got to hand it to him. He's looked really, really good this year. Props um, to him, and I know he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the mm-hmm, season. but mm-hmm. like There were some questions, but leads the, lead, leads the league in shutouts with five, so that's always good. And um yeah, I've liked what I've seen, so I'm hoping that we can continue the momentum on this this swing. We got Vegas tonight, and then who's there was there's one more on this trip. I don't think this is like the L.A. San Jose Anaheim Seattle? one, but it might. No, we already played I don't Seattle. Think so I think there's one more. Um, Colorado. That's what it is. So yeah, they're at like the central, Abs yeah. on Tuesday the 24th mm. and then home against the Pens on the 26th. Yep. Yeah, so it'd be really it'd be really awesome to come back for that Pens game, having just, like, swept those three games on the road. I know that's tall order against Vegas and Avalanche. For sure. But that'd be be huge if they could go into that Pens game with that kind of momentum. Two places, though, typically where the Caps have played some decent hockey in recent years. I know there's been a couple, you know, instances where they've gotten speed bagged in those arenas, but they've also won some pretty gritty road games there as well. Particularly, I think of... uh, I feel like we... Maybe I'm just thinking of this one in particularly, but I I have bad memories of watching us play at Colorado. Yep, um, a lot Ve- of teams Vegas do. Is good. Yeah, Vegas is good. Like we should be good there because yeah. that's where we freaking won it all. So they, they, should, uh, <laughs> they should have some some happiness. Totally transfers over five years later. It absolutely yeah. does. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's all that matters. Right? I mean, for some of them though, probably like you go, you don't forget where you freaking won your first Stanley Cup. Like for sure, I, I think. At least, like only Stanley Cups. So. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> had, to, had to throw that in there. Thank you. The we only had one. So yeah. well, well, <laughs> the so dynasties far. can't hear you oh, right. so far. Right? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. It's not over yet. Well, we'll actually be able to compete I, for one this. I can't this wait. Spring. Oh, I can't wow. wait for us to go on like a three-peat, and then Ovi retires with four, and Sid only has three. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what's funny? My buddy uh, Cam front of the program he's like he's talking shit to me that day he's like we we, we're wild card one you guys are wild card two i'm like you're ahead of us by like four points and we have three games in hand like why are you coming at me like trying to brag he's like whatever dude like like, get over it i mean pens get jari back we got petrie back i think next week 
next Thursday. That's going to be a hell of a matchup between the two. It's going to be a big one, it and big it's going to get ugly fast. Yeah. Yep. As it yeah, always does. Yeah, especially because, like, given the time of the year now, and, like, it's, we're kind of getting into crunch time. And also, just like both of those teams know, there's a high chance that only one of them is making the playoffs. Absolutely. So yeah. that's a big one for sure. In a weird way, I kind of am still thinking that we're going to see some fall off from the Rangers as they kind of continue. I to could like see that too. I could see it. Have this little identity crisis. Now, they have been much better as of late. Guys, yeah. please don't come to my house and kill me. We all know <laughs> that you want to do that, but. So many Rangers fans just heard that and are like, oh, oh my God, I'm never listening to this podcast again. Exactly. <laughs> Freaking idiots. Don't <laughs> say one bad thing about. about the Rangers and it's like, boom, you're on the blacklist. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I just, until they figure out the lineup situation, the Laffy situation, I yeah. just think it's going to be constant question. Like you said, yeah. though, 6-2-2 two, and two in their last 10. So they've, they've sort of been picking it up a little bit. So, but we'll see where that goes. Islanders are an X factor too. I'm curious to see how that rocks out. We've been seeing yeah. a lot of tweets about Lou Lamorello trying to land uh, you know, a big name here. I know Chikrin's been in the mix in that organization. They just like they rumor mill. don't spend the money to go get people though. I feel like yeah. that's always been the knock with that team is they just they don't make <clears throat> like moves. Yep. No, they yeah. talk about doing it. Yeah. And their fans always think they're going and to And everyone <laughs> loves to pick the Islanders as like a, oh, this guy would be perfect yeah. there. Yeah. And, then, and you're like, yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? And then Calgary's and then, like, we'll give you eight and a half million for eight years. And then they yeah. go there. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, going to be an interesting finish as we get closer to playoff crunch. Um, you know, not too much else that I think we uh, have to discuss hockey-wise, given we just recorded it. I want to talk a little uh, Bedard watch here. We've got the Blue Jackets with 28 points. We have Montreal with 41 points, Chicago with 30, Arizona with 33, and Anaheim with 31. Anaheim's trying to tank. Like they, they, Out of all so those teams, bad. they are definitely the one where I'm like, wow, you guys are really yeah. going for it. And I think after reading those numbers off, I... I'm a little bit surprised that the Jackets only have 28 points, and I'm going to say I kind of really want the Ducks to pick it up because if Connor Bedard ends up in the Metro, I think I'm going to kill myself. I do yeah. not want well, him in Columbus. That would be do, so would stupid. Be so don't worry, dumb. guys. Don't worry, guys. Chicago will, will handle Chicago. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll I do you know out. a lot of Flyers fans, uh, like one of my, one of my former Covered Hall hockey teammates, Brennan O'Brien, otherwise known as Bob, Great name. Um, I I have a buddy, Brett O'Brien, and we did the same thing with that. Yeah, he's Bobbo. But um, he was tweeting recently. He's a diehard Flyers fan. He was was tweeting recently something like, can the Flyers stop winning games? Like he was like, "Are they stupid? Like, do like what? They're are they? playing well, dude. It's yeah. kind of like the New but York all Jets. All the Flyers fans are like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> it's, it's like the Texans thing, too, yes, where, yes, where they were like, "Ah, oh, hey, we got that nice hail mary pass." Right. It's like you freaking idiots. Like, <laughs> we, we really don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand what they're trying to do here, but they have been playing yeah. better lately. I mean, I text they, you guys like they did just get four one by the Hawks a couple days ago. Oh, okay, so, they're, 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 but they're seven and three in their last 10 i mean you know yeah, yeah. they're playing decent that would um, be perfect for them to finish 22nd <laughs> like, yeah well it's because there's no ipads on the bench anymore they're not watching fortnite streams on the bench <laughs> yeah no more fortnite streams on the bench but um all right yeah we just wanted to talk a little nhl catch you guys up on what's going on with our trip the league that fun stuff before we wrap up it's today it is the first day of divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. Yes. We got Jags, Chiefs. Uh, we've got, who's the night game tonight? It's, the, it's, it's uh, Giants, Giants, Eagles. Yeah. Giants, Eagles. And then tomorrow we got Bills, Bengals, and San Fran and Dallas. And the boys. Yep. Give me your uh, give me your four winners. 
Well, it's seven Pick to seven up. right now. Uh, oh. Chiefs and Jags. We're starting the second quarter here. Okay. Okay. I got Chiefs. I got Giants beating the Eagles as my upset, and then I'm going to take the Bills, and I'm also going to take ooh Niners. Cowboys is tough. Mark's going to kill me, but I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to take the Niners too. Uh, don't mind rooting for uh, you know the city that I used to live in. So go San Fran. Have some mm-hmm. great memories from there. I cannot, in good conscience, root for either the Giants or the Eagles. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and call that an asteroid game. Um, yep. I would love to see, I think, you know, I can't pick the Bengals. I'm no. going to pick the Bills. I think okay. at this point, I just want to see them win a championship because those fans just deserve it. Yeah, yeah. they do. They do. And then you're yeah. taking Chiefs probably. Yeah, and then okay. the Chiefs is just a okay. no-brainer. Yep, I'm going to go. Uh, I really wanted to bet the Jaguars today because that money line was juicy. And I just mm-hmm. like their team a lot. I think they're fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs. It's probably what's going to happen, especially if it's tied right now. I kind of see, like, the the Mahomes factor kicking in late in the fourth or something, and they'll, and they'll get it done. I think they're having some pretty serious weather there. Oh, really? It looked like someone The field looked pretty clean when I was yeah, watching a little bit too, earlier, yeah, so they were probably able to clear. clean everything. It was probably like just some early morning snow. Yeah, I saw they had and some then they this just morning. Cleaned it up. Cool. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs, and then tonight, I'm with you, Harry. I think Giants got this. The Eagles are, I think they peaked too early, and um, yeah. the Giants are, like, hot right now. Plus 290 on the money line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ride mm. that with you. I and also, then, like, those are NFC East numbers. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. What do you are. like tomorrow? Tomorrow is tough. This should be two good games. Yes. yes. Um, I... If, if you're asking me honestly, I have a really bad feeling the Bengals are going to win, Ooh. but I don't want that to happen at all. Like, I can't think of anything that I would rather not happen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to pick the Bills and really hope that I'm right. And that other one is a coin flip, man. The, yeah. the, the Cowboys and the Niners have both shown, like, flashes this year that has made me believe either of them could win the Super Bowl, like, at different times. But I think I'm going to go with the Niners just okay. because, like, I like their whole, like, kind of, I don't want to say Cinderella story, but they're, like, it's a really it's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. How cool. can you not root for a guy like that? Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to go with Chiefs, but I did see this the other day. Number one seeds are 13, 25, and one against the spread. So, uh, for tomorrow's uh, one, or no, that's also tonight. But uh, if you have time to bet on, covering the spread i'd take the giants to cover um but i'll probably take chiefs probably but i think the jacks will cover probably like a six or five point game something like that uh i'll i gotta take crap (laughs) i'm gonna take the eagles um someone here had yeah i I just think as great as the giants have been they have no receivers at all and I think they, the Giants were able to get away with just covering Justin Jefferson and letting TJ Hawkinson go off. But yeah. now with the Eagles, you got A.J. Brown, Devontae yep. Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders. Exactly. There's just The Giants' defense is good. There's just way too many weapons for them to handle. Uh, for tomorrow, I'm honestly going to take San Fran in a blowout. Wow. I think Dallas has been so inconsistent throughout this entire year. They'll go off for games like they did against Tampa Bay and Minnesota, but I'm not impressed by those because both those teams are honestly frauds. Like, they are. It honestly should have been Carolina hosting that play- home playoff game and wow. getting destroyed. Yeah. 
And then the Vikings, we saw what happened when, when they played the Giants. So San Fran is just a wagon. I think they've won 11 games in a row right now. Right, the hot hand. And I yeah. think, honestly, Seattle's probably a little bit better than Dallas. <laughs> it's just I'd like the consistency that the Seattle had throughout yeah. most of the year. But And then, oh, oh yeah, Bengals Bills, Chiefs. Um I got to go Bills. It's in Buffalo. I think they'll clean up some of their defensive issues they had against Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, and I just want to ride this uh, this story with DeMar Hamlin all the way to a Super Bowl and him like walking out of the Super tunnel. Bowl. at. Um, That'd be sick. Yeah. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Is it Arizona? Arizona, yeah. I just want to wind the tunnel at in Arizona just like flipping the coin for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would Bills. be awesome. That would be, it would be really cool. But – you got to feel for Bills fans. They, yeah. They need one. So. Not even just that, but, like, just Buffalo sports fans. Like, they had, so like, the, like, the foot it. in the crease goal in, like, 99 mm-hmm. against the Stars. Four straight Super Bowl losses yeah, back like in the just, 80s, yeah. 90s. They, 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 one. And, hey, they have, it's like, fucking cold over there. <laughs> it, it starts <laughs> snowing over in here. fucking September, <laughs> man. Like, give them something to be happy about, please. Yeah. It's cold over here. Last yeah. thing I'll say about the Cowboys. Um, I think these are two very good stats for this matchup. The Cowboys are only 4-4 four and four on the road. Okay. The okay, Niners are eight and one at home. Yeah. All right. That's something to watch out for. Well, thanks for listening to the Empty Betters po- uh, fo- football podcast. We <laughs> <laughs> came here for hockey. It's the wrong time. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, we're excited. This is gonna be fun at Elwood's tonight. We'll get back with you guys sometime next week, probably like Tuesday or Wednesday. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate the love and support as always. And without further ado, class dismissed.